Well, good morning, City on a Hill. Uh, it feels a little bit like we've taken a step backward here, but I wanted to uh, explain a few things to you this morning and in a moment read some scripture and, and uh, maybe sing a song. Um, you'll notice that I'm not my normal, beautiful, patchy self this morning. I was at the office and just decided to go ahead and record this on my iPhone. So this is not professionally done and I didn't have my eye patch. I'm wearing my glasses. So I got one eye closed so I don't see double and got my favorite hat on. So anyway, forgive the, the look as I know uh, many of you uh, will and, and some of you won't. But anyway, forgive the, the look this morning. Well, we decided to not have church on this particular Sunday because uh, our beloved Derek tested positive. He got sick Monday morning, got tested on Tuesday, <clears throat> excuse me, and he's positive and, and uh, Jessica and Jessica's mom. And, and so, you know, uh, that kind of started happening and uh, we, he didn't come into the office at all on Monday. So uh, we were only around him on Sunday and on Sunday, he wasn't uh, even wasn't even showing symptoms, but we began to talk about it on the staff and began to wonder what we ought to do. And then uh, Brian got sick, and uh, we don't know yet, uh, as of yet, if Brian actually has the virus or if he's just got a sickness. So we began to think about, well, what could we do on Sunday? And initially, it was just going to be me teaching and uh, on Sunday, and if I don't get sick, but uh, up to this point, uh, I haven't. I was around Derek just, you know, Sunday morning, like uh, the praise and worship team. And there were a few of the people on the worship team that were a bit concerned about the possibility that they might get sick. And so we were going to do a watered down thing with a worship team and, and I would just get up and teach. But then I began to think about the fact that that didn't really look all that good uh, because uh, if there were some of us on the stage that were concerned about uh, maybe, uh, you know, testing positive and, and wanting to kind of isolate ourselves. And if we didn't tell that to you as a church, then you might think uh, Sunday morning when you got here, well, how about you giving me that opportunity to make that decision for myself? And so we just decided it was really important for us to send a very positive message to you, uh, as difficult it was, uh, to say for one week, let's just uh, take a break, uh, find out, uh, let Derek and and those that are uh, sick, get them, let them get better and just give it time to see if any of us others are going to start showing symptoms. And if we don't, then we'll be able to come right back with it next week and just pick up where we left off. But we felt like that was the safer uh, route to go uh, rather than just taking chances. And for any of you uh, that happened to show up this morning um, that didn't get the messages, uh, again, um, it will, it will reemphasize the importance of getting connected getting connected on social media, by email, uh, by text. We have um, lots of different ways to communicate and we're using them all uh, to try to communicate the message that we will not be meeting on this morning, on Sunday morning. Uh, but if you're not connected in those kinds of ways in any form, uh, then uh, we apologize if you didn't get the message and if you showed up uh, this morning to an empty building. Um, you know, the Sunday, last Sunday, was really the first Sunday for me um, that I felt since we have been meeting again that I really felt in both services that it was the it was the the, the city on a hill that we all had come to know and love and worship and gathering together there was a there was just a spirit that was here Sunday morning and of course the numbers were up and and there is a tendency and it's just the way that it is that the more people that are gathering together uh, as we sing and 
and worship and, and, and the teaching, that there's just a, there's a different spirit. Um, there's a sense of, uh, of real, okay, we're doing something that not only is important, but we're doing something that's vital enough. There are people here. And, and so we had great crowds in both of the services last week, and it just felt like it was, uh, it was, it was beginning to feel like uh, what we were before the shutdown. And then we come to this week and, and we shut down again for one week. And so uh, I'm just praying that uh, the Lord's going to allow us as we gather again, hopefully this coming Sunday, uh, to have that same kind of spirit. As we regather, a lot of things are happening. I mean, the chaos is all around us and we just need to gather. We need to be together. We need one another. And and I, we fully recognize that there are, are some in our midst that are just very susceptible. And, and, and for you, definitely, we support you protecting yourself and and not being here and, and staying away and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we look forward to when you're able to gather with us again. But in the meantime, we really, uh, we really want the body of Jesus as it is expressed here at City on the Hill to be able to worship together, to celebrate together, and then send one another out into the world and into the community, being his hands and his feet. And so what I thought I would do this morning is I want to just read some scripture to you. Uh, it's a it's an entire chapter of scripture and then sing one song and and all obviously the audio and everything is not going to be very good uh, because this is just on my cell phone sitting in my office. But I want to read and let you just allow the word of God for these next probably 10 minutes that it's going to take me to read this text uh, to just wash over you as you meditate uh, on his word and let God's word encourage you this morning. Um, it came to me this morning that Romans 8, one of the great chapters in God's word, uh, a chapter about grace, a chapter about uh, no condemnation in Christ, that this was just an appropriate place for us to camp for a few minutes this morning. So if you would just sit back and let the word of God just wash over you as I attempt to read this with, uh, with one eye. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ has set you free from the law of sin and of death. For what the law could not do, weak as it was through the flesh, God did, sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and as an offering for sin. He condemned sin in the flesh in order that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who are according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who are according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the Spirit is life and peace. Because the mind set on the flesh is hostile toward God, for it does not subject itself to the law of God, for it is not even able to do so. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. However, you're not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God dwells within you. If anyone does not have the Spirit of God, he does not belong to him. And if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin... Yet the Spirit is alive because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies 
through his spirit who dwells in you. So then, brothers, we are under obligation, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you are living according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you have not received a spirit of slavery, leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons, by which we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, heirs also, heirs of God, and fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the anxious longing of creation waits eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility not of its own will, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself also will be set free from its slavery to corruption into the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and suffers the pains of childbirth together until now. And not only this, but also we ourselves, having the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves, grown within ourselves, waiting eagerly for our adoption as sons, the redemption of our body. For in hope we have been saved, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one also hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, with perseverance, we wait eagerly for it. And in the same way, the Spirit also helps our weaknesses. For we do not even know how to pray as we should. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love him, to those who are called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And whom he predestined, those he also called. And whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who is against us? Who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all? How will he not also, with him, freely give us all things? Who will bring a charge against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus is he who died. Yes, rather, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who also intercedes for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, 
or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? For it is written, For your sake we are being put to death all day long. We were considered as sheep to be slaughtered. But in all these things we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor heights, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I hope that God's word has encouraged you this morning, that there is no tribulation, there is no pressure, there is no trial that can overcome us. I'm going to sing a song for a minute. It's just an old song. Some of you will know it and you can sing along. And those of you that don't, just allow again the message and the, the words to, to wash over you and encourage you this morning. I have only guitar I had at my office this morning is my classical. It's not my choice, but here it is. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, amazing love, now flowing down from hands and feet that were nailed to trees, grace flows down and covers me, and covers me.
covers all my sin. Grace falls down and covers all my sin. Grace falls down and covers all my sin. Grace falls down and covers all my sin. pray over you for a moment. Father, thank you that we can come before you and know that your grace flows down, that there is nothing, neither height nor depth, nothing that can separate us from your love. And so as we are physically separated today for a short period of time, I pray, Father, that you give each one of us who are part of this body of believers that sense of connectedness to you and to one another as we individually seek you and we do it together right now. Lord, I pray for healing for those in, a, in our church family that are sick. I pray for Derek and Jessica and his family. I pray for all of your people here who are part of this body that you put your protecting hand upon them and that you give us wisdom and you give us insight in how to negotiate our way through these days that are unlike any that we've ever faced as individuals, but also as a church family. And we trust you for this. This is not beyond you. It is not over you. You are in charge, and we celebrate your sovereignty today. Lead us, Lord, one step at a time as we seek to follow you and we seek to honor you. For this is our prayer. In the strong and the powerful name of your Son and our Savior, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you, City on the Hill family. We'll be communicating this week what's going to happen next Sunday, but I'm looking forward to us gathering together next Sunday um, and just continuing on. God bless you. Have a great week.